I went to a school and was presenting myself like, hey, you know, I like to come in here and speak to your speak to your school. Yeah. And he said, uh, he said, okay, yeah, man, you know, they need, uh, you know, people like you to come in there, da da da. And all of a sudden, the message he didn't he didn't respond back, and I emailed him again. He said, oh, I just didn't think you could pull it off. Really? I said, okay, bet. <laughs> bet. Yo, now, I'm about to charge, now I'm about to charge you, charge you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm about to charge you. I'm about to give you a discount, but right. now you, you know get in full and, price. And what, what was crazy about it, he said, uh, and I didn't even tell him, like, I didn't even tell him my price. And he said, you need to go down on your price. So right now I'm like, all right, now you just, now you're just trying to, you're trying to belittle me in a way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I got Sequoia Middle School coming up with the kickoff. They're, they're starting uh, their kickoff in August, right? 900 kids. 900 kids. And when I get that moment, bro, I'm saying a principal told me mm. that I wasn't going to be able to pull this off. Mm. So when you got your own vision, man, and you got your 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 vision, your goal in front of you, don't ain't nobody else going to see it like you yeah. see it. Don't let nobody take you away from what you see and the things you want to go after, man. But yeah, I mean, we're already rolling. Oh. Man, I'm glad you guys are here, man. Just welcome to the pod. I know we're doing a lot of pre-talk, you know, just, you know, yeah. you know, what we're doing here on the show, man. But go ahead and introduce yourselves, man. And, you know, let's get this pod going. Man, I go by the name of uh, Coach Cordell, original coach uh, at Cord Cordell Taylor. I'm a motivational speaker, certified life coach, uh, producer of video games, uh, cartoons, uh, they call me the slasher. I got my own. Uh, we got our podcast together. Yeah. Uh, I'm an author. My first children book came out two weeks ago, uh, starring my, my the main character as my daughter. So anything that whoever buy the book, it goes straight to her bank account. You know oh, nice. So I set that up. Uh, what else we got going on, man? It's it's it's, it's so much stuff <laughs> that that I I am blessed, man, to be able to do and to create. Uh -huh. And uh, and and just share and be a servant to everybody else, man. So, uh, and the youth motivational spe speaking, just that's something that I just love. When you mm -hmm. when you find your purpose, oh, it's over with. Mm. I can already tell you're gonna talk. <laughs> I'm gonna introduce your boy. <laughs> He's sitting there waiting. I'm like, we gonna take an offering. <laughs> you're like, oh, your turn yet? We're going to take an offering, guys. Coach Cordell, Cash App going to be on the bottom of the screen. You know, Alter Call going to come. Yo, go introduce yourself, man. I want to get into this, too. Well, I'm Angelo. I'm uh, Coach Cordell's uh, brother-in-law. Um, yeah. And uh, I'm just, you know, I'm along for the ride. I'm, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me on the show. I'm glad uh, you're still here to be able to do this, man. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing... I'm yeah. just looking around, just taking everything in. But... Uh, yeah, man, I'm just, you know. Oh, he finna preach too. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> no, man, um, but yeah, we, I mean, we got a lot of things going on, right? We got got a bunch of ideas that are in the works. And so we're just trying to get that get that ball rolling on that. I mean, he's got so many things going on. Yeah. So it's, um, you know, one of those things. And, and you know, me, basically, I'm just, uh, I, I just do what I do, man. I got the little, I do. It ain't uh, little. What you know what I'm saying? Speak on it. Speak on it. Speak on it, man. Just, just, I guess I'm just being humble, right? I guess maybe is that what it is? But nah, um, I got the 
you know, I'm doing my, my whole, I got a YouTube channel where I'm, where I'm shooting guns and stuff like that, um, you know, and I got oh, my- Oh, you're into weaponry and yeah, all that? Yeah, so, yeah, I love to shoot, that. man, and um, just, I kind of just took that on like, probably like a couple years ago, but I've always had a, um, a fascination mm. with, you know, uh, guns and Heck stuff yeah. like that, so. I like that, man, yeah. I mean, let me ask you guys this, Coach, um, what, what do you, Ask people to call you coach. Yeah, yeah, coach, yeah, coach. coach yeah, CC, coach Cordell, whatever coach Cordell, you want to call okay. me. I'm in your world. All right, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, how'd you hear about the pod? Let's hear. Let's get into that so kind of like. How'd I, you I seen uh, Joseph, Joseph Sweatpaint. Oh yeah, shout yeah, out he, Joe. He just shout out Joe, man. He's a dope person. Uh, I met him at the gym, and uh, I seen him on it, and I'm like, this production is crazy. Like, who, who is this still here podcast? <laughs> so I did my research, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, oh, he's in Fresno? I'm in the DMs quick. Yeah. Like, hey, bro. You boy, know what slid in quick, too, I slid boy. in quick, man. Hey, <laughs> hey I, like, I like this. I like what you're doing, man. You know Thank what I'm you. saying? And, uh, and uh, he, he was telling me, like, yeah, man, I'm having, you know, getting guests again next month. And so, and I'll keep you in touch and, you know, you put did. the word we, out there. And, and that's how we came about, man. But Thank you. If the people don't, man, I'm telling you this. This setup and is crazy. Thank like you, this is on a different level, man. That's what's up, man. So I'm very proud and humble that you had us on your podcast. Yeah, I know you hit me up and I, I saw you, man. Because again, I'm a guy that likes to support, man. Other creators, content creators, motivation. I love, I love supporting, man. Um, and when I saw your work, I was like, this is definitely something I know I want to bring on, man. Because when you messaged me, I was um, leaving. Just ending season three. Mm. So we had shot like 11, 12 episodes Dang. prior, you know. So this one now, we're, we already started season four. So I got pods lined up next weekend to follow and getting ready for it, you know. And so I had a lot of people hit me up and they're like trying to get on, you know. And so it's, you know, when I saw your stories, I definitely got to, I got to plug you in and get well, you I in here, man. It, man. And so, I mean, let's kind of go, go from there, you know. When it came to, um, you know, you hit me up, told me, told me your story, sent me your bio, you know, now let's get into that. Yeah. Now okay. let's get into what you guys do together. And um, really, really, I have this saying, man, I like to tell the story behind the glory. Right, right. You know, everybody only sees yeah. the exterior, you know, so, but there's something that led up to that to be where you're at. So right. let's get to know you guys. So, so for me, uh, and this guy, you know, when you, you, when you're around somebody and you see the journey of that person, mm. right? And you can tell, like, you see a person that, acting the type of way, you be like, oh, this ain't really him. Yeah. And uh, what I put out there to the world is so authentic, where it's like, I, I gave my story in a way where, like, you can't you can't say nothing bad about me because I done told everything that, you know, it's said bad about myself. Yeah. And as I grew, I told the story, uh, was it 20? When did I do it? I, I shot a video in L.A. It was 2021, I think it was. And that's the first time I released and told people, my childhood story mm. and when i released it i just i felt like a whole bunch of pressure just got off my shoulders man come on and just uh tell people like i was i was the kid that watched his mom go through drug addictions mm. abusive relationships i used to see my stepfather put his hands on my mother more than i ever seen him give her a hug and tell her i love her mm. uh i lived in homeless shelters with my mom uh it's, it's just, it's like a, a kid, I got taken away from my mom in like, I think the fifth grade. My father, my real father came back and uh, 
he lived four hours away from us and he and he took me shopping. I'll never forget this moment. He took me shopping and we we didn't have a lot of money, man. We was just, you know, just living, you know what I'm yeah. saying? With them two them sets, even from family dollars, you know how you get them, <laughs> them, yeah. them two sets that you wear. We was living like that. I remember my dad came and take me shopping and it was buying me shoes and I was so excited to go back to school, right? And be like, oh man, I'm about to show out. I got new clothes, That's I got down, new yeah. shoes. And we pulled up to the house that me and my mom was staying at. And he asked me, he said, son, do you want to come live with me? And I remember all the excitement just flew out and I just dropped my head. And I said, yeah, but I don't want to go back and see my mom. And he was like, okay, I, I'll go get your stuff and then we can just leave. And I remember he came, got back into the car and we was leaving. And I looked up into the window and I see my mom bawling. Mm. So that was the last time I ever stayed under the same roof as my mom. And that was fifth grade. Mm. Uh, and so I just watched her go through. She went through a spiral, just drug addictions. Uh, so my whole life, I just had a father. And right away, it, it felt like as a, as a son, your first love is your mother. And that was stripped from me. Mm. Right. And and as I was growing up, I was fighting. I was I was basically talking to a whole bunch of girls because at that moment I was like, Mom, what what is love? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What is love for me? And I remember I graduated high school, my mom came down and I said, Mom, can you please go get help? Like, can you please go get help? And she went into it was like a uh like a like a spiritual retreat, like a recovery center. And it was like in a small little town in Iowa. I'm from Iowa, by the way. So a okay, small yeah. little town in Iowa. And uh, she stayed there. She stayed there. Now she's 17 years clean, man. Nice. She, we moved to California, what, about eight years ago? Yes. About eight years ago, she moved right after us, seven years ago. Amen. So now she's back in my life and my, and, my, and my kid's life and my sister's life. So my story of just growing up and, and like... Uh, I'm missing so many different aspects of my story, but just showing where I grew up and and where I'm at now is mm -hmm. is it's, it's like I should have been a statistic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? That's for jail, drugs, or in jail yeah. or dead. I should have been a statistic, <clears throat> but I kept. I mean, I just God didn't let me go there, dude. Mm -hmm. I, I tried to sell the drugs. I tried to go to gangs and stuff. He wouldn't. It's just like, mm -hmm. nah. Let's get back you. You a leader, bro. That's what's up. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah, and I think, and I, you know, because I'm listening to your story. I have the same exact story. Me and my siblings, man, dealt with that, you know, because I'm from originally from Seattle, Washington. Okay. You know, Yakima, I'm Native American, and uh, the res life is crazy, man. Um, it's, you know, it's, it's crazy. And, you know, s similarities, man. My mom, unfortunately, she passed away 2003 or four, and uh, she was beat to death. Wow. You know, by her boyfriend. Um, but she lived the same drug life, you know, prostitute life. Me and my brother at times would go beat up her pimps and fight. We were 13, 14 year old boys, man, beating up grown men, you know, trying to buy our, at least get our mom back, you know. And so to hear your story, you know, I think that's why I love my brand. I love what we do here, man. Because again, God, like you said, man, you're still here, man. Facts. You know, and yeah. it, it gets more than just like a, a cliche or a saying, man, because a lot of people don't realize when they actually sit down and talk and put on these type of platforms, it's like, dang, man, I'm, I'm still here, bro. Right. It's yeah. like, and to hear that, you know, can 100% relate. Yeah. You know, I know those feelings. Man. Like, 
you, you, you're going to school and you think you're like, you know, I, I got new clothes. And then, you know, the the trauma of, you know, getting made fun of. It's like, bro, you got some cheap <laughs> Right, shoes, right, yeah. You know, and yeah. grew up poor. You yeah. know, I didn't really have, you know, I didn't even have my first bed until I was, she's maybe 18, 19 years old. We slept on the floor. We thought beds, for me and my siblings, like we got a brand new sleeping bag. Dang. You know, and so it's like. You know, to see where God has brought us from and to hear your story, man. I mean, it obviously makes sense, you know, for you to be, you know, a coach, you know, motivational speaker, somebody that's talking about the story. You know, again, you know, only people see the exterior. So yeah. the story behind the glory, man, is what resonates for me. You know, I see the success, you know, it's obvious. I don't pay attention to the obvious. I right. want to see, I want to know what the growth was. Right, right. You know, and so what about you, man? How'd you guys like connect, you know, kind of really yeah. what's your story, man? Well, like, I mean, this is my, like I said, this is my brother-in-law, right? And so he's been in my life over 20-something years, you know? And uh, first of all, you know, I want to thank both of y'all for, you know, putting your stories out there because it helps mm -hmm. so many people, you know? Um, kind of had some of the same struggles growing yeah. up in the household that I, that I, you know, was brought up in. Um, but even though there was turmoil happening, things were going on, um, I just look at it now, and I'm just coming into all this information, right? Um, just being, uh, you know, putting myself in these spaces where, you know, you don't have to be uh, what these stigmas that people put on you yeah. or your environment that you grew up in. You don't have to be that. It's all in how you look at things, right? Like, so instead of saying, um, man, this happened to me, look at it as this happened for me, mm -hmm. right? And that creates growth in a person. That's hard to do sometimes. It is. It really you is. know, in the moment, you know, you're like, you want to lash. You want, there's, there's other alternatives of that you know, your feelings push you to. You know, it's not like, you know, you know, and you name one person that probably is like the hardest time in their life. And they're like, I'm doing this now. I'm facing it for what? No, you, it's just hard. It's, yes. it's almost near impossible, you know. And I like that. But I like that how you're teaching, especially to our young men. In this generation, you know, these young these young boys that need guidance that didn't have the easiest of childhoods, right. you know. So how'd you find, like, you know, you said just in your struggle, how'd you find your purpose? How'd you push past, like, the pain of it? Well, I mean, you talk about purpose. That's something I'm still trying to figure out uh, to an extent. Um, how old are you? I'm, I'm 43. Okay. Man, y'all look good, bro. <laughs> Thanks, man. Yeah. How old are you? 35. Was that yeah, y'all look good. What's that say? What's that say? My buddy. Black, black uh, don't crack? Yeah, I'll say my buddy. My buddy was like, y'all look good. Black don't crack, bro. You know what's funny? I just said I was 43. No, I'm actually 44, man. I see how that okay. <laughs> Yeah, we're ahead in the future. So. When's your birthday? Um, when was I'll, I'll be 45 in uh June um next month. Okay. Right? So, yeah. yeah. I'm 42, so. man. I'm trying to brown don't fade. I don't know. <laughs> you know, but I love that, you know, because again, it, it, the story, because I look at my brother, my ship, my two, because I have an older brother, me and I have two little sisters, you know, you know, we grew up like east side of Fresno. I grew up on the west side a lot, you know, that's just where I was raised too. So we were in the west side for a while and we moved to east a little bit. I don't, I don't know if it's east, like Fresno High. Okay. You know, we lived near Fresno High, so I went to high school. And, um, you know, and I, I, knew, I knew how important it was to have a father around me, but he was always working. My dad's straight up Oaxacan, Mexican culture, man, um, just 
you know, just always gone. Then my mom would just, man, it was non-existent. You know, it's just, you know, we're, we're raising ourselves. You know, like you said, you're still trying to find your purpose. What do you feel like, you know, what do you mean by that? Like, what do you feel like you're direct? Because even at our age, we're still like, nah, man, we're still trying to figure things out. Yeah. Man. You know, I heard, I watched that Conor McGregor um, documentary. I did too. Yo, he's like, man, the moment you stop learning is the moment you start losing. Yeah. You know, yeah. so you're, you're still yeah. learning. That, that's what, that's what it is, man. It's, it's all about just, you know, that journey, you know, and I think that. You just gotta, you know, just gotta breathe in that prana and just and just let out and and allow God, you know, to uh, show you the way. You know what I'm saying? And so and don't push against that. And so I think that just my every day is, in a sense, my purpose. You know, um, whatever I'm doing in the moment is my purpose. But I feel like there's something. I, I it, ha it has to be something that's pinpointed, right? Um, and so like. You know, doing the, the YouTube channel and then the TikTok and just putting out positive messages for people. I feel like that's part of it. Mm -hmm. But um, I'm still, you know, like I said, I'm still just trying to figure this whole thing out yeah, and then just get in my groove, you know, and then. Are you comfortable there. doing stuff like this or trying uh, to put no, yourself you know out I'm there? Not, you know, and, um, and I learned to you have to get comfortable being uncomfortable. Mm. I was just talking to my wife about um, the uh, was it is it John Goggins or mm -hmm. and he was talking Dave, about how David, he, Goggins. David Goggins. Yeah. yeah. And he was talking about when he was running, you know, and his, his uh, toes and stuff were blistering and yeah. cracking and, and getting bloody and stuff like that. And he just powered through. Well, for me, like my, one of my biggest fears is being in front of cameras, you know, but I put myself in these in these situations to overcome that fear, mm. right? And so that to me is just like that. It, that's what it feels like. It feels like my toes and everything yeah. are just cracking and blood coming up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like that's what it that's the torture that I'm putting myself mm. through to become the best version of myself mm. that I can be. Right? Now are you guys believers? You guys Christian church? You guys do you do, do you do that? Because you I mean um, you're speaking. I'm, I'm very spiritual. Uh I'm not I'm not uh, a religion person. I'm not very religious. I'm very spiritual because uh, the way I grew up was kind of, kind of, uh, you know how, you know, our culture, you're kind of at church all the time, but you're not really understanding, right? Mm -hmm. And once I got older and started really doing my own study uh, and, uh, you know, figuring out and asking questions. Uh, me and my dad, thank God my dad's still alive, 70, 76, 77 years old. Nice. And uh, me and him, we, we go over scriptures every morning, uh, our daily bread. And then he asks me what I think of it, and I ask him what he think of it. And we have two different point of views of it. And before, he never used to, because I, I don't just let a pastor or anybody just say something. Right? I'm like, okay, yeah, amen. Yeah. I want to know why you said that. And, and really break it down to me why, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, so me and my dad, we usually go back and forth, but now he's understanding the bigger picture because like our older generation, when it comes to the church and, the, and, and they, they hear something and be like, that's how it's supposed to be mm -hmm. instead of asking any questions. Like what? Give me an example. Uh, tithes. So tithing, uh, when you look at tithing, it's not about money, just money. It's time, it's what you do outside the church, uh, outside the building, the church, we are the people. Church, the church is the people. So outside the building, uh, my mom, she had a hard time with tithing. Like she's, you'd be completely broke. 
but you make sure you tithing, right? Yeah. And I'm like, God wouldn't want you to put yourself in a in a situation where you won't be able to pay this bill to pay this church. Mm-hmm. Uh, and COVID happened, and it, and a lot of churches got exposed just yep. by not, you know what I'm saying? Like you, I agree. Some churches supposed to was out there. You supposed to be out here in these streets, taking taking yeah. care of our people. But you back there steady get, trying to get that PPA loan. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So that right there was like little thing like tithing and uh and like uh some some uh my wife she's she's born uh was a Catholic and like her grandmother really believed in you have to suffer, mm-hmm. right? You have to suffer to be able to go to heaven. Like I don't I don't I don't I don't believe in that. Like God don't want you to be down here and just suffering. You know what I'm saying? So like certain little things like that where I kind of Start studying my own a little bit mm-hmm. and trying to get that relationship I want with God, not with just what a pastor is telling me. He's a man just like I'm a man. I'm not, but you're not. We're all on the same level. The only person yeah. that's on a higher level is the one upstairs. You know yeah, what I'm well, I, I'm, I'm with you on that. You know, hearing what you're saying, man, I come from that same background. And, you know, even though my lifestyle, the way it was, you know, my dad always still brought us to church. You know, I was born, raised Christian. You know, I'm the one that messed my life up. I'm the one that put myself in situations I shouldn't have been. Um, You know, and I think about that, too, because, you know, I think today's culture and today, you know, even in my generation growing up, you know, ours, you know, church has really let drop the ball on a lot of things. They really have these pastors, these men. Facts. You know, but it's not so much why would God allow us you know, to struggle, you know, I, I look at it this way, you know, because, you know, if this pod is going to go that direction, it can, man. Um, and we can just still talk about it because I can record legit 300 hours on this podcast. <laughs> Let's go. You know, <laughs> go. I think we can break the record, man. <laughs> but the the reality I feel like is that we, we misconstrued our experiences in churches and pastors and we try to bring God to that level. Like you said, he's on a different level. Yeah. But these pastors try to, you know, exalt themselves to that hierarchy, Thanks. you know, and, and I've learned to let go of that, man, because I, I, now my message is, man, don't experience church. Don't experience a pastor, man. Experience Jesus. Mm. Yeah. That's it. Once you experience him, everything else will make sense. Right. <clears throat> whether you know, you know, whether you know, churches are biblically based or a pastor kind of goes on his tangent, right or left, whatever platform he stands on. You know, I, I, I want to. I'm, I'm very, like you said, I even said before this, we're very traditional family, man. We're old school, bro, oh, and yeah. you know, and you guys just met my kids, and they're just really like, yeah. you know, attentive. They're not this generation where it's just. You know, in the, they in don't the phones, yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and so, and I, and I think once you experience Jesus, you experience Him. You know, everything else makes sense. You know, because we are supposed to suffer. You know, we are. Things aren't supposed to be easy. You know, everyone's like, well, why would God allow you know someone to get cancer or a two year old little kid? You know, why would God? It's not that He's allowing it. It's just this is the world we live in, man. Freedom of choice, free free will. You know, and I want to break it down this way. Biblically, from the Old Testament, you know, they were subject under the law. Mm-hmm. The law said this. We were just talking about, I was just talking about it this morning with my kids. Because my kids want to get baptized this Sunday. You know, they want to dedicate their lives, you know, to Christ. And when you die to, you know, when, when you know, like sacrificial lamb, you the tie. It's funny that we're talking about this because we were just talking about this this morning. You know, you bring your best to God, your sacrifice. Yeah. You know, and to atone for your sins, you have to sacrifice the best goat, the best bull. So we guys, you guys know this story, you know. So God is like, All right, I'm going to send my son to die on the cross so you don't have to pay that price. Yeah. 
You know, because back then we get caught in any type of law, you're put to death. You know, and the Bible says, you know, you know, the Ten Commandments. You know, so it's not a matter of like, hey, man, if you broke the law, dead, black and white. It was, it was that. Yeah. So he knows that we can't live by that standard because we'd be dead, man. But this whole world would be unworthy. So the reason why we, you know, Christ came to die for us, man, because he knows we're still going to be making mistakes. You know, he still knows we're going to fall short. So, but because we have that mercy and that grace in him, we can go to him knowing, look, man, you paid the price. You know, that's free will. You know, what kind of father would I be if I made my kids do things? That's not love, that's fear. And so he gives us that choice to make the mistake. He gives us that choice to follow whatever we want. Because I do believe there's a day he will come back and he will then judge. Yeah. But he's like, I, I let you guys live your life. I didn't intervene. Whether it was good or bad, I blessed you. I took care of you. You know, I, I believe that, you know. So when I hear that, you know, I, I hear like a church hurt. I hear an experience that, you know, you, you know, it's like, oh, it's a trigger, yeah, you know, something, yeah. you know, because I've been there. You know, God's reconciling a lot of personal things in my life right now, man, with other pastors that hurt me, burn me locally, deacons, all these people that want the money yeah. that, you know, it's like, man, I see what you're driving though. A Bentley boy, <laughs> you know, it's yeah. like, I'm not about that. I yeah. don't support that, you know? And so, and I think hearing you guys is, you know, to bring it back full circle, man, it's like, I, I love how you guys are speaking from the experience. You know, I feel like the experience, you know, when it's built you to who you are, you know, you can relate to a lot of young people, man. A lot of adults too, man, our peers, Yeah. you know, where do you feel like your guys is, um, you know, What's your main focus? Because I, I was looking, let's look at that three shot, Laura. Let's go to their website. I want to, because I want to talk about you, coach. I want to, you know, he says, you are meant to be here, aspiring the youth to find their true potential and to make a difference. Plus, that's a nice shot of you, too, by the way. Look at that. You know, you are meant to be here. You know, what's your message to those guys, to those people or those young people that feel like they're not? So, so when I, when I go, go into a school, and I asked him this first question. I said, <clears throat> what separates us, everybody in this room, everybody in Fresno, and everybody in the world? There's 8 billion people in this mm -hmm. world. And it's one thing that separates us. And nobody ever get this. Probably three kids out of all the schools I've been, three kids know the answer. And it's the fingerprint. Right? So if you really break that down, out of 8 billion people in the world, you have your own fingerprint. Mm. That's... You can't tell me you're not meant to be here. You're here for something, Come on. right? You know what I'm saying? Like you're, and that's that's my that's my message to these kids. Like you're not supposed to be like your father, your mm. your mother, your uncle, your cousin. Yeah, you're supposed to be you. Your 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 whole life right now should be trying to figure out who I am as that person, mm. right? As this person right here, and I think it's very important. When we're right here, right now, we're meant to be here, right? We're right here at this moment. We're meant to be here. So it's like, it's, it's a kind of a, you can read that and be like, you know what? I am meant to be here, but let me find out why I'm here. Mm -hmm. Let me find out what my purpose is here. You know, so let me find out what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. You know, so it's like God gave us these gifts and talents, but the only way we can find out what they are, if we be ourselves, we mm -hmm. find out who we are. So that's that's why that big message you are meant to be here mm -hmm. is because I want them to know like this is this is no game, man. Yeah, this is it's real to me. It's real. What real. has been like the impact and the um, 
you know, like really the testimonials of it, you know, what have, what, what have you seen? Testimonials is just like uh, giving these kids. So for me, I'm, I go in there and give them information that I wish I had when I was their age. Mm. Uh, and so as, as me growing as a father, as a person, as a man, as a mentor, as a leader, I'm learning. I'm still getting this knowledge where I'm like, Dang, if I would have had this at a younger age, I would have been killing a whole different... Like, yeah. our, the power of our words, <clears throat> right? Like, how many people talk so... Talk down on ourselves and just, just talk negative all the time mm -hmm. and how really, you know, that's really doing something to us internally. Yo. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we brought... I brought up that, uh, uh, that experience with the flower, right? They had two flowers. Uh, one flower, they was getting the same water and water and everything, sunlight and everything, right? And they was on the same shelf, and uh, the the classroom was talking positive to this one and talking negative to the other oh, plant. Okay, yeah. And the plant just died. The, the negative plant died. <clears throat> so if that can do that to a plant, yeah. What you think that can do to a human? Come on. You know what I'm saying? You know. So like the power of our words and thinking, like when it comes to failure. Yeah. Right. They said if you, if you don't fail, you ain't trying. Yep. You know we got to switch the the lingo of fail. Oh, I don't want to do this because I might fail. Do it so you can fail, yeah. you know, so you can learn from that. Yep. So we got to switch that in in our heads as a as a young kid. Mm -hmm. It's okay to fail. I know you're trying, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and we talk about the power of now. So the testimonial is, man, when it comes to how I bring it, I bring it like I'm talking to you right now. I'm not a teacher. I'm not a principal. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a person that really cares about y'all, mm -hmm. your future growing up. And so the power of me now, uh, I talk about now, the time is now. And I want to shout out my best friend, Rico, Rico Morrow. Uh, his birthday is Tuesday. And uh, last July 3rd, I was on FaceTime with him. And uh, I was talking to him. And I'm like, bro, I'll see you next week. It was a Saturday. I'll see you next week, bro. We about to turn up. I'm coming back to Iowa. Boom, hung up the phone. Sunday, I text him. Like, hey, you should come down Friday instead of waiting until Saturday. And I'm coming from L.A. I just dropped my family off at the airport. And the message didn't go through. So as soon as I pull back up in Fresno, I get a phone call. And his sister was FaceTiming me. And she said, uh, hey, bro, I need to tell you something. I'm like, what, what's up? She's like, I think our brother drowned. Mm. I'm like, what you mean? I just, I just talked to him less than 24 hours ago. She said, we can't find his body. And I'm like, all right, let me call you back. So I called them, called my sister, called my wife, like, hey, they, they can't find Rico. So I jump on, a, I'll, I'll go to their house. My sister, they bring me to their house and uh, sitting at the table, I'm looking for plane tickets, bro. The plane tickets is out of this world. Come leaving from Fresno and all the sides, put the right there, I love, I, I pressed the refresh and this cheap ticket popped up. Mm. Bought the ticket. I flew in Monday, right? As I'm walking through Dallas airport, and uh, going to my next flight, this cop stopped me, right? He said, hey, can you come here real quick? Out of all these people in the airport, he said, can you come here real quick? I'm like, man, what this dude want, dude? Like, all my antennas up. Like, man, come on, man. He was like, can you take your glasses off? I'm like, yeah, what's, yeah, I took them down. He said, uh, he said, I want to tell you that you are covered. I want you to know you're you're you got a lot of uh, a lot of prayers behind you, mm. and you are covered. He said when you was walking down that aisle, I just seen a uh uh which uh oral right. He was like I I never seen that before. 
He was like, I just want you to know, whatever you're going to do, you're covered. Mm. And at that moment, I'm like, man, he was like, can I pray with you? And and then uh, uh, he he did a, he did a little prayer. He was like, uh, just remember, dude, you're you're okay. Like you got people behind you. I get on that flight, and I'm like, man, what is he telling me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I land. It was Monday. I'm walking on this bank. I still got the shoes with the mud on there. I bring it to the school so the kids can see. Uh, these shoes I had Vans on, like this gray ones, and I'm walking in the mud on the bank, calling his name, Rico, Rico, to eleven o'clock at night. Police is like, hey, uh, we gotta, we gotta wrap it up. We'll come tomorrow with the cadaver dogs. So that was Tuesday. They came at five thirty in the morning. At six o'clock, they found his body down the street. So at that moment, everything I do is right now. Mm. Like we, we're not tomorrow's not promised to nobody. Mm. Uh, and so I tell them that story where I'm like, you don't have time to be speaking negative on yourself. To others, you don't got time to be hanging around with a crew that's not going to level you up, that keep pulling you back. You know what I'm saying? You don't got time to just, uh, it, it, that time for me is just different, bro. Yeah. Like, that was my, that was my boy. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, that was a brother to me that I talked to every day. I still can't, it's almost a year, July 4th, it'd be a year. Mm-hmm. And it still don't feel real to me that he's gone. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and that right there was, uh, when I talk about that, so many kids afterwards come up to me, man. I I know what you said. Mm. Like like, hey, thank you for coming here and 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 saying what you telling your story because I struggle at home right now. You know what I'm saying I was like, promise me, yeah, just promise me you'll keep going. Just promise me that, man. So I'll always get the quiet kids, right? The ones that you don't think is paying attention. When you're done, they come up afterwards yep. and tell you their story, man. And every time, every time I'm done with one, I call them like, hey, dude, I'm hype right now. You know what I'm saying? This is how I know this is what I'm supposed to be doing. So the testimony is just crazy. Teachers, yeah. they be like, oh my gosh, man. They probably just like, thank you. <laughs> you know, thank, <laughs> you, thank, thank you for coming. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I, I literally started this during COVID, man. All right. You know, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that. So COVID hit and I was like, how can I get myself out there? And that's when I came up with the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And and sent affirmations, uh, came up with the whole cartoon character and, and made him uh, do affirmations in the morning. And I started sending them to schools. So that's mm-hmm. how I started. Everything started clicking for me. Yeah, that's cool. Man. Yeah. You know, I'm listening to that, man. It, it, again, you know, I think that's one of the main, you know, focal of this whole pod, man, is that that's, you know, life happens, man, when you're not ready for it. You know, like, uh, you know, one of my buddies, man always told me, he tells his family, you know, stay ready so they have to get ready. Mm-hmm. You know, hear, hear everything, man, yeah. your mind, your heart, your emotions. You know, and I think where this um, <clears throat> this generation lacks in that, man, is just everything's fast. Yeah. You know, you need a three, four second video to hit you. If it don't hit you, moving on, you know, the attention, you know, to detail and the, the attention span, you know, it's 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 not there no more yeah. you know where do you feel like because we were raised you know because i've had you know a lot of mo- motivational speakers come speak to us you know at my school at my church when i was in youth groups and it's like i could pay attention but this generation now it's hard to, it's hard to talk to right you know and you know and to hear that they're receiving that man you know where do you, do you see a struggle sometimes like do you think oh man this ain't my day so <laughs> you know? I, honestly i had a school I think I think it's all about 
how I come in, right? Mm-hmm. And I was struggling with how do I need to start, right? And uh, I had this school. I can't remember what school it was. And the, and the way they was acting was like very dis- disrespectful to the yeah. teacher. So they already put me in a different different mindset. How I'm gonna come to these kids about uh-huh. certain things, and the way that was one that was one place where I left and was like, uh, I don't think you know what I'm saying I, I did a good job. But the teacher came up and was like, thank you for coming in, and I and he was giving me props. But I know what I can bring to that table. Yeah. So in certain situations where, and thank God, man, I've been been in some places over on West Side Fresno. I'm coming in there, they cussing at the teacher, da da da. I had that. You could hear a mouse in that mm. in that room. You know what I'm saying? That's how. And and the more experience I was get, I've been getting. I used to feel a type of way when a kid got their head down, right? But then I was like, okay, it's 30, 40, 50 other kids in this room. If I won't be able to touch all of them, but I can't touch one. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So then when you get that in your mindset, it's like somebody's gonna relate to one of these stories I'm mm-hmm. telling. And I'm giving you real, I'm not giving you a credential. I'm not giving you A, B, C, three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A, one, two, three. I'm giving you real life stuff that you're yeah. going to go through. You know what I'm saying? And you can take it. And I said, I promise you, when y'all leave here, you're going to be like, you're going to go through life like, oh, I remember coach told me that. Yep. So yeah, man, it's, I had, I had no points where it's like, dang, I didn't, I reached none of these kids, but I, it's some points where it's like, okay. Yeah. But it is the age where. They want transparency, man. Mm-hmm. They want real. Yeah. You feel me? So it's like, if I'm coming in there with a suit, this is how I come. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I come like myself. If I come in there with a suit and tie, it's it's you lose you're losing them. Yeah, I agree. I worked with this one group. I won't say nothing, man, because they kind of do the same thing. And their message is, you know, the better version of yourself. If you wanna be rich like me, then you gotta work hard. It's like, it's like that's not relatable to right. me. No. You know, me, I the way I, because I, at one point too, I was a youth pastor. I had, you know, I reached a lot of students, connected with a lot of, went to the schools and I just like you and me, just, I went just like this. Right. You know, I got to be approachable. Yeah. I can't look like, you know, I'm floss dripped out or just, it's like these guys get intimidated by that, especially these, these, these young men that are from the streets, yeah. from the hood. It's like, they can't relate to that, you yeah. know. I love that how you do that, man, because a lot of a lot of these guys, man, aren't aware. Yeah. You know, they, you know, they just you know, I think today's culture too, man, they just want to go viral. They want that moment to just to blow That's up. It. You know, my goal here, like I actually I posted a story today. It's like, look, I don't care about the viral. I don't care. I want to tell this story. Yeah. You know, because this story is local. A lot of people need to know about this. Facts. You know, support this. Yeah. You know, I can be like everybody. I can be like, you know. Any podcast out there just trying to go, trying to blow up, but that doesn't do nothing for me. No. You know, when I sit here and it's like, I got my wifey here. Shout out wifey. I got my daughter here. Yeah. So I look, I ain't trying to be cool, man. I've said this a thousand times. I'm not trying to be cool. I'm just trying to relate. Yeah. I'm trying to connect. You know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to have that relational foundational, you know, with people that, you know, it's like, Hey man, I'm just like you. I ain't no better than you. Right. Right. You know, let's go through this together. You know, and I, I love that message about you, man. Cause any student that comes into that man, you know they're already defensive. They're yep, already, they're, already yep. they're they're waiting. Yeah, you know, yeah. waiting. To, I'm gonna swing on them. <laughs> right, yeah. You know, and, you and know. kids are one of the hardest ones to speak to. Yeah, like adults easy because mm-hmm. adults going through they they sit in there and got a whole 
man, what I got to do when I get home? You know yeah. what I'm saying? But these kids, like, if you can connect with these kids, you, you're in that you're yeah. in that right space, man. Yeah. And, and that's what I've been learning. And that's how I know it comes so natural for me, man. And that's how I find, figure out where's that's my purpose as a coach. I'm the I'm the kids like I coach uh, football and track at Clovis North in Grand Ridge. Okay. I coach at Clovis West a little third and fourth. I've been coaching for a long time, right? And the kids always over by me. Like they want to be with Coach Cordell. That's so so when I when I kind of figured that out and was like, okay, these kids gravitate towards me. Let me go and really take my you know the the gift that I have and. Speak life into these kids. Mm. We were just talking about the other day. I was like, what if, have you ever seen a teacher put, they just put an F on a paper? And I was like, what if a teacher put an F on a paper and put a note on the side of it? Mm. Like, this doesn't define you. Like, this is, this is, this is, you know what I'm saying? This doesn't, this F doesn't define you. Uh, this is just a learning moment for you. Yeah. Keep going. When, when do you see that? You don't see that. Dude, I get abs and my teachers cut me it. out, bro. Right, when it's I was L in high school. I was that, but I deserved it. I was, <laughs> I was one of those kids that pushed pushed the button. You know? <laughs> right, yeah. I pushed the envelope, but yeah, I, that's actually a great point. You know what I'm saying? Like things like that, where the kid look at them like, "Oh man, I can do this next time." You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I, look, I get a D. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Let me let me try and get a D. Yeah. My teacher believe in me. Yeah. And then we just talk about the touch that we call it uh, touch points, right? When you go through a whole school, uh. I got this from my sister said one of the doctors told asked asked the kid what's her favorite favorite uh subject in school she said lunch <laughs> right and and it hit me I'm with you on that at that lunch lady think about this though as that lunch lady you get to see that kid you might be giving that kid that last meal of the day mm. you know what I'm saying where it's like okay when she see you bring excitement for her mm. like oh I can't wait to see you want you want something extra because this girl might not get to eat no more. Yo. And that's the kids we're dealing with right now, man. You know what I'm saying? So having letting everybody have an awareness of the touch point that you have with these kids, man, is very important. Yeah, I mean, I'm hearing you, and and, and I'm, I got reminded of what you said. You know, it's like, you know, when you said about, you know, God doesn't want us to suffer. It's not that he wants us to, but I think he allows it to, man, because, again, man, without any suffering, without any pain, you know, without the struggle, there's there's no story. There's Facts. no yeah. You know, so it's not whether he wants us to, man. It's just that's just life. Life's yeah. not yeah. fair. Right, right. You know, one thing I teach, you know, my wife when we got married, and I've always had this persona, man. I'm like, I was defensive too, man. You know, alert. I'm always on a swivel, right? Any anyway, anybody come at me, look at me different, I respond. Mm -hmm. You know, and then. Just very defensive, you know, and I'm aware of my expressions because she always said I look mad all the time, <laughs> you know, it's like, and I'm not, you know, you know, so it's one thing I love how you say that because we don't know these teachers now, man, I don't blame them if they're just like, I'm just here for a page. Right, right. You know, and this generation too, man, they don't have guidance. They don't. They don't have you stability. You got kids having kids, man. Yep, and you, they don't have stability at home, foundational, right. and, you know, it's one of these things right here. Like I love hearing that, man, because you know here you got an F, but don't let this F define you. Right, now right. it's a learning moment, man. If if teachers can grasp that concept, man, this world, this generation can just change, man. man especially bro. the up and coming. I'm scared for this gen. I'm scared for this generation now, man. I'm like my kids, our kids. We're we're teaching them to lead. 
That's it. They're leaders, man. You know, they're not easily influenced. You know, we had, we made the hardest decision, man, to homeschool them. And they're still want to be homeschooled. We asked if they want to go public school. Yeah. Like, nah, we're good. Yeah. You know, it's three, four o'clock. We're driving out and about, and they see kids walking home, and they're like, "Yeah, we got done at eleven. <laughs> we're good." They that FOMO yeah, <laughs> so they ain't fear of missing out, you know. But it, it's one of these things where it's like we're teaching, you know, that generation of leadership with our kids, and right. you know, and the best leader I believe, man, you know, it's my personal experience, especially working in ministry, man. You leave from the back Fact. because you oversee it, yeah. Man. You know, because I, I like to have students, you know, when I had a bunch of students, man, there were three um three three Mexican kids, boy, uh these guys, man. One was seventh grade, got put in juvenile hall, man, for selling crack. And he was never ever to be released out of that. Or he was going to juvenile hall school here in town in Fresno. And I talked to his PO, he's like, Yeah, he's he's stuck. He's gonna be here until he, you know, ages out. So he was in my ministry for about a year, him and his cousins. And um, a year later, this kid, man, eighth grade, was allowed to go back to middle school, public school. You know, and he came to me a year later. He's like, hey, dude, I need to talk to you. And I thought I was in trouble. You know, and he's like, hey, we need to talk, you know, like principal and all that. And so he's like, what are you guys doing down there? I was like, we're just having fun, man, just connecting with these guys. He's like, well, whatever you're doing, man, keep doing it. He's like, because this kid was never supposed to be allowed. He's uh, his life's changed, and so he graduated. He went through high school, graduated, man. You know, and you got to teach these young men that need coaches like you guys, man, to connect, man, to yeah. relate. You know, and this generation doesn't have that foundation. Now, let me ask you guys this, and both of you guys kind of, you know, have your imp- input on that. Is um, what is this generation missing? What's the problem? You know, you know, because we get baited into. You know, status in life, culture war, race war, all this stuff. You know, where where does where does where's the problem start? You know, and where do you guys see in your experience that, you know, how do we how do we fix that problem? What's the real problem? You know, for especially for young men to grow up as young men as as men. Uh I mean that's a deep question. Yeah. Man. So I'll I'll go and then I'll let you go. My, uh, what I'm seeing is in home. I'm seeing that they're they're searching for attention mm-hmm. uh, that they're not getting at home. Mm. I go to, I coach at Clovis, right? Clovis North. That's probably one of the most wealthiest schools that you can have, right? And then I come to Fresno Unified and speak to them kids there. And I remember sitting down with one of the Clovis North graduates. He's like, what's the difference between us and them over there? I said, they're survivor mode all the time. And you guys are, you guys have it. Like, you guys got the knowledge already. You mm-hmm. got, you know what I'm saying? It's different. Like, they're surviving. They got to survive every single day over there. And you guys just got the knowledge for you to have. And he's like, dang, I never looked at it like that. But, yes, their parents got all this money, but they're not getting the attention. The yeah. girls is not getting attention from them. Bro, if, if I tell you, like... The way these girls come to me at the track meet, just telling me about their their stories, how dudes doing this to them, why they doing all this. I'm like, bro, you you got a dad, but he's not there. Yep. So it starts in the house first, man, mm-hmm. and everything else. When your kids leave that house, they don't know how to act, and you know what I'm saying, in public and and respect certain people, elders yeah. and stuff. But if you don't have that structure in the home, yeah, and you expect the teachers and the principals and us to do something about it 
No, it's, it starts with the parents. Mm -hmm. It starts with whoever got that kid, the grandparents, whoever got that kid at the house. It starts with you first. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's real. Because you said something earlier that got my attention. It's like, you know, when you got married, you know, you didn't know how to love a woman. Nope. You know, your mom, that same, we got married, we've been married, celebrated 18 years of marriage. And just seven years ago, I decided to mature up in my marriage. 36 <laughs> years old. Right. You know, and I didn't know how because my dad had went through like five, six divorces, women in and out of his life. I saw my buddies, their uncles treat women. I thought that's just how you treat women, you know, and I didn't know how. You know, you're right. If you don't get that tension, man, and and a lot of kids aren't fortunate to have that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what we up. You know, so how do you teach somebody who hasn't had it, doesn't know the, the difference in right or wrong? Just that's just the way I was raised, you know. I what would what, what what do you feel like you would? What's what what's the answer to that? I'm I'm gonna kind of piggyback off what Bro said about just having structure in the home. Mm -hmm. I mean, we were talking about this not too long ago about you know kids that end up you know dropping out of school. Um, my son, like he was he was kind of rambunctious when he was little, you know, and um, I remember. Uh, the teachers were saying that he was kind of acting out. And I was like, man, there's no way he's doing the stuff that, they, th that you guys are saying he's doing, right? And so he comes home and I kind of observe his behavior, right? And I'm like, and I'm just watching him and I'm like, he can't be still. Mm -hmm. You know, he's just constantly moving around and stuff like that. But at home, you're not required to sit still and, you know, and, and pay attention for long periods at a time. Mm -hmm. And so when you go home, or I mean, when you go to school, the dichotomy between what's going on at home and what's going on at school are com two completely different things. Yeah. And so they go to school, they're getting in trouble, you know, and then it's like, man, I'd rather be at home. And that's how you end up having these high school dropouts. Mm -hmm. And so I'll, I'll kind of simplify it. It's just these, these kids need love, compassion, and we got to teach them how to be mindful, you know, be aware of the things that, you know, that's going on in their lives, you know, how they treat people, what's coming out of their mouths, mm -hmm. and, and how they deal with people that, you know, treat them a certain way, right? Yeah. I think that's just the, you know, pretty much the, in, in summation, mm -hmm. that's what it is, just love and compassion and, and having the time for these children, right? Just being um, there for them, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah, you're right. You know, again, it, it's, it's you hear again, you hear it all the time, man, but it's a huge self-awareness. Right. Yeah. You know, and how do you teach self-awareness if they're not willing to be aware of what What's they that? are, who they are, you yeah. know? Because all the, again, it's hard to see past the situation. Yeah. You know, it's hard to see, like, you know, is there a light at the end of the tunnel? You know, there, you know, it's like you can't see that far, you know. So, and, you know, one thing I think I've learned growing up was, um, or at least I've always told myself is like, you know, I guess I'm supposed to be like this. I guess it's supposed to be like this. I'm guessing I'm going to end up like this, you know. The things I've always tried to avoid, you know, growing up, alcoholism, you know, my family, especially that native culture, man, just drug addicts, alcoholism. I told him, I told myself growing up, I never drink. I got, because I, I, I do a lot of content creating too, man. And I worked with the local breweries here in town and by no means of them, but my self-disciplining as I just went heavy drinking, man. I just went, I'd never drink a beer in my life yeah. until I started working with these guys and got into craft beers. And one day just, I went in too much and came home and my son got the worst end of it. Mm. You know, you talk about the verbal abuse, the yeah. mental, man, the emotional. And I'm looking at myself from like the first person view. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah. 10 years old and you're tearing them down. You know, and I'm drunk. I'm like, yeah. and I'm like, I can't stop myself. And 
So my son looks at me and he's like, you know, Dad, I know this is not you. And it's okay and I still love you. And that like, since then, man, that's when, again, that's when I had to start maturing. Mm. You know, he's 14. So this happened about four years ago. You know, so again, to have be self-aware, man, you can't teach that. You can't teach You that. have to experience a life, man. You right. have to you have to either choose your path or you let life choose it for you, man, right. because you're not self-aware. You know, it's like I love your message, you know, motivate. You're supposed to be here. You know, it's like but you're not just here to exist. You're yeah. here to create. You're here to live. You're here to, to inspire. Yep. Yeah, man. I love that about your message, you know, and you know, when you said you started your, your motivational, because it's, it's your business, right? Your, yeah. Everything, you know, yeah. people, you know, when you started that, man, did you expect it to be where it's at today? I, I did. Ooh, I, I, I like that. Uh, and, man, because I know the work and, the, and how much I, the care and the love I put behind it, uh, and it's still it's still growing as we speak now, you know what uh-huh. I'm saying? It, it, ain't, it ain't nowhere near where it's going to be. Uh so when I come back next year, we talk about it. We're like, dang, bro. You know we, what I'm saying? We setting it you up. My like, boy's already speaking it. You know, next year, we're like, dang, bro. You, you doing this, doing this now. But uh, I just want to tell people, nobody else is going to see that same vision mm-hmm. that you have. Right? And my vision is so deep and, and it's so tense where I know where I'm going, bro. Like, I just got to stay stay in my lane. You know, there's so many different motivational speakers out here, right? And I have so many different other things where the video game, I got a motivational video game. You know what I'm saying? Like, what other motiv- I got a cartoon character. I got a cartoon book. I got a, a kid's book. So, you know I'm doing it for the youth, bro. Yeah, is this I'm, on your website? Oh, uh, this is, uh, yeah, the, the game is on the website. Go, go to, go to, keep talking about it. Yeah, Let's go, so, to, go to one. So when it comes to, we got a store, we got the clothing brand. Are we channel one, Lord? Uh, so you go to the store. Oh, yeah, keep talking. We can hear you. And so uh, we got a... Uh, oh, look at that. Yeah, that's the little video game we got out, man. So it's, it's when you when you die on there, it says, keep going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it gives you a little motivational quotes around it. And uh, and when it, what I see, man, I had this principle. Huh? No, Lord, go three by. Go ahead. Yo, I had this principal tell me, man. I went to a school and was presenting myself like, "Hey, you know, I like to come in here and speak to your speak to your school." Yeah. And he said, uh, "He said, okay, yeah, man. You know, they need, uh, you know, people like you to come in there, da da da." And all of a sudden, the message he didn't he didn't respond back, and I re- emailed him again. He said, "Oh, I just didn't think you could pull it off." Really? I said, "Okay, bet." Yeah, come now I'm about to charge you. Now I'm about to charge you, charge you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now I'm about to charge you. I'm about to give you a discount, hey, but hey, now right, you, you get in full and, price. And what, what was crazy about it, he said, uh, and I didn't even tell him, like, I didn't even tell him a price. And he said, you need to go down on your price. So right now I'm like, all right, now you just now you're just trying to you're trying to belittle me in a way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I got Sequoia Middle School coming up with the kickoff. They're they're starting uh their kickoff in August, right? 900 kids. 900 kids. And when I get that moment, bro, I'm saying a principal told me mm. that I wasn't going to be able to pull this off. Mm. So when you got your own vision, man, and you got your 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 vision, your goal in front of you, don't ain't nobody else going to see it like you yeah. see it. 
Don't let nobody take you away from what you see and mm. the things you want to go after, man. Let's go. So that's that's like that's for me. It's like yes, I see it growing way bigger than what it is now. I'm just starting, bro. That's what's up. I'm just literally starting. Yeah, I like that. Reminds me of um, was it uh, Pursuit of Happiness or Will Smith? Uh, yeah, man. This is pre-slap. Yeah, you know, <laughs> uh, I was a big fan of him. You know, but he was like in the scene where he tells his son, he said, "Don't let nobody tell you you can't." You can't. He said, "Not even me." Yeah. You know, I mean, I watched that movie to remind me because I remember watching that uh, movie the first time when we were at a low point in our lives, man, and struggling. You know, I'm leaving a job at. I used to work at a news station here in town. Everyone thinks it's like, oh, you know, it's it's, it's a dope, it's glamorous. It's not. You struggling just like the McDonald's worker. Mm. It ain't. It's all hype, yeah, you know. Yeah. And it's like I'm paycheck to paycheck, and it's like everyone's like, he says, and it's why is everyone just so damn happy, and I'm not, mm. you know. And it's like you have to just go get it. And when I I watch that remove that movie to remind me of where I've come from, yeah. you know. <laughs> and I like that what you said, man. Just bet just let me because that seriously reminded me like just don't let no one tell you you can not man. even i really say too not even yourself not yourself man. you know when you're not used to success you know yeah. we're not used to like trying to you know improve yourself because again you don't see are you getting cold no yeah i'm just like because <laughs> it gets cold in here um these students aren't used to that man yeah. they're just so used to disappointment after disappointment that's you know it's like you walk around a scared dog, they're just kind of like, just looking. <laughs> yeah, yep, yep, You know, yeah. just, you know, yeah. it's hard to undo that, you know. And I love how you bring that to simplicity, man. I mean, what are your thoughts, man? Because you guys work together too, right? Do you go to his motivation or you guys go to all? You know, I, I haven't got the pleasure of sitting in on one of it. I, I keep telling him I got to be at one of these these mm -hmm. um, coaching uh, sessions that he does yeah, with I these children, be too, man, because... Man. It's amazing. He call, he calls me and lets me know, you know, everything that I mean. Subsequent to having, he calls me and he's like, "Hey man, hey, I got through to these kids today, man." And yeah. I'm like, "Man, that's what it, that's what it's all about," you know. Because I mean, I, I've always had like a, a, a want to do the type of stuff he's doing, but man, this dude's this dude's battery. Is, <laughs> is like, it's ridiculous, but it's so it's so freaking inspirational, that's right? Cool. You know because. I think one of the reasons why I believe in him so much is because of how much he believes in himself. Because mm. you can have you can have people, I mean, they got all the people in the world that believe in him, but they don't believe in themselves and yep. nothing gets done, right? Yep. And then you have people that nobody believes in them, and yet all they have is that belief in self and everything gets mm. done. And so I'm watching him and I'm just like, man, you know, and it's, it's easy to just sit back and, and admire the things that he's doing because it is inspirational and um, he has so much ambition. It just, it, it's just you can't help but be inspired mm -hmm. by it, right? And so, yeah, man, I just that's cool. Cause I like, cause I like what you're saying, man. Cause like you said, you you, you always didn't want to put yourself in front of the camera. You yeah. seem like a very humble guy, you know. And you know, where do you feel like you've seen your challenges, you know, promoting yourself? Cause a lot of people can't just sit here and promote themselves like yeah. this. It's easy for me. You know, because again, I was <clears throat> was a youth pastor. So I was on stage. I'm I'm like you, man. We communicate. It's easy for me, you know. And to talk in front of me, I used to dance and do a lot of cool stuff live on Great Day, man. Just TV. I'm I'm the attention guy, yeah. you know. And so, but like you, you know, where do you feel like? Because that's a whole new world for you, right? Yeah, it really. Is. Well, 
I say like, what was it about, almost six years ago, I started a YouTube channel. And I just wanted to come on and, and then just address people and put out some words of encouragement and just, just you know, just speak to the people, right? Uh -huh. And it was, it was such a challenge for me because, you know, and I think it has a lot to do with my childhood growing up and just being, um, you know, it was, it was somewhat of an abusive household, right? Mm. And so um, you're trying to do everything right so that you don't get in trouble, right? Or, or be uh, ridiculed or, you know, just um, made fun of. And so when I do a video, I'm trying to be a perfectionist, right? I'm just like, everything has to be right. And so I'm, I'm sitting there, to, oh, that don't sound right. And then I'll delete it, yep. you know what I'm saying? Start all over <laughs> and start going again. And then, you know what I'm saying? And like, one thing that really resonated with me, um, you know, something he says all the time is like, just be yourself, man. Just, mm -hmm. just be yourself. And it is kind of, because I mean, who we are is like a conglomerate of all the people that you've come into contact with yeah, that made a significant real. impact into your, in your life, right? And so you take on all, the, all these, the, the, these personalities that have uh, affected you in a positive way, and you kind of become that. And so you're trying to maneuver your way through, who, do, who am I? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? We just talked about this earlier, or was it yesterday? I was like, man, well, you, gotta, you gotta introduce yourself to self. Like, hey, hey self, nice I to like meet that. you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Dude. Like, and just and just really get to know who you are as a person, and then once you know once you start uh, doing that, then you can work on the next step, which is to love the person that you are. Mm -hmm. You know, um, become almost become infatuated with the person that you are. But not, and I'm not saying go like narcissist with it, but just really, you know, have that belief in self that whatever you put your mind to, you mm -hmm. can do it. You just got to tell yourself. The only person that can stop you is the person looking back at you Come in on. that mirror, right? Man, man, again, we're going to take an offering. Because <laughs> right. it's simple. Yeah. yeah. You know, I listen to a lot of these motivational guys worldwide. They just try to overcomplicate it, man. And my message to you is like, look, man, do it. It's simple. Very it's, simple, man. You can't overcomplicate it, man, because yeah. life in itself is complicated, you know. But once you find that cheat code, once you find that, you know, you start seeing it really like like Neo Matrix. You yeah, know, he yeah. sees it for what it man. is, and it's, you tap into that. It's powerful, man. Yeah. And I love how you say that, man, because again, it's yourself, you know. Because a lot of I I didn't grow up this way. I had to learn. To be confident, I had to learn it, man, because I was told the opposite. Of, yeah, your, man, your life's man. not, you're not, your mom's like, dude, you're supposed to be aborted. Tell me that. I'm yes. seven, eight years old. I'm like, what's aborted? You know, and you hear stuff like that. And then as you get older, you know, it's like the trauma that just triggers that, you know, to sit there and have that. And as, I think once I knew no one can do it for me, I had to do it for me is mm -hmm. when I knew. And I was real careful about being bitter. You know, I got here on my own, yeah, you know, yeah. and nobody was in my corner, you right. know. It's like, nah, man, I remember who I started with. You know, I, I'm like, I put out this quote a while back saying, I'm going to remember who sat at the table with me, man, in my, in my beginning days, man, and I'm going to keep them in my table. Right. You know, and, you know, to be where I'm at today, man, is a blessing. You know, be where, where, you know, to where we can sit here. I don't know how many times when I first started this podcast or, <laughs> with my buddy when we're on the other one man how many times i just oh, don't want to put it out don't want to put it out yeah, yeah. you know and here's like a good question the next segue too because one thing i was facing man is uh a double standard mm. i'm one way on camera but off the camera i wasn't that guy right yeah. 
you know, I didn't have an accountability in my life. As a motivational speaker, yeah. as somebody in your, as somebody that's putting this type of content out, you know, being encouraging, being real, being authentic, you know, who keeps you guys accountable? My my daughters do, mm-hmm. right? They remind me, like when I say something, it's funny because <clears throat> them dudes is a beast, man. They're <laughs> nine years old, already doing vision boards, already yeah. writing goals. You know what I'm saying? Just not not me telling them to do it. They see me doing it, and then they do it. Mm. But when when I'm in a mood. You coach Cordell, you can't do that. Yo. You know what I'm saying? What? <laughs> you, what? you coach Cordell, you can't say that. We can't say can in the house. Come on. When I say it, they call me out on it. You know what I'm saying? My wife, she she keep me. Uh, these dudes, you know what I'm saying? They always remind me uh-huh. of who I am. And also, we had this conversation. Crazy brother, we had this conversation about uh, staying authentic, right? And I remember I was on the phone with my nephew, and uh, I was hyped. He's like, man, how you so hyped in the morning? I was like, man, I do this, I do this, I meditate, da da da. He's like, I didn't know you do all that. I was like, yeah, but I still can talk shit too, though. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I, Let's still, go. I still talk shit. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I said, if I told, if I was walking around talking like Malcolm X, what would you say? Are you fake? I said exactly. Oh. So I'm gonna motivate you and talk shit to you too uh-huh. at the same time. So that's just me. Yeah, that's Coach Cordell. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I have to like, I don't, I don't think I can fake it, bro. Like. Yeah. I've been I've been around so many different and what what I'm really well, one of my gifts is I can go around any environment, bro, and 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 excel in that environment. Yeah. I've been to a Kinsietta, Kinsietta. How you say Kinsietta? <laughs> yeah. Hey, I was in that, bro. I was in that thing, turned up, man. Like, <laughs> I had the cowboy hat on, yeah. everything, right? Walmart cowboy boots. Yeah, I felt in there, like big buckle. And then I went to a, a multi-million dollar house. Uh, 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 this guy, this kid, one of the kids, uh, oh, grad party. I was in there saying, Coach Cordell, his parents, grandparents coming up to me. Hey, thank you for doing what you're doing. My son really look up to you. And I took over that environment, still being myself. I had a conversation mm. with his father. His father owned a, a packing company. Multi, the house is stupid big, right? And we having this conversation. I'm like, man, I love your house. You know what I'm saying? I love, you know, your son is very humble. I would have never knew his son lived in this type of environment. And he told me, I was like, what What do you do? You know what I'm saying? As this mental-wise, he's like, man, I write goals. Mm. Like, I'm like, you know what I'm saying? This is stuff I read about. So people actually really do it. He's like, man, I got, I got my, I got long-term goals. I got short-term goals. I read them every single day. I look over them every single night. I do uh, my affirmations. I'm like, oh, yeah. so successful people really be doing this yeah. where we be thinking it's so much bigger than what it is. Uh-huh. At the end of the day, it's really taking care of your own self internally, right? Mm. Making sure you're motivated enough to go out there. Yeah. And But that's me, bro. I can go in any environment and excel in it, bro. Yeah. Like, that's I'm, I'm, I'm gifted. Like I be, I go to the hood and be okay. It be hey, that's a cool dude. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I, everywhere I've been, I went to Mexico by myself, bro, for my birthday during COVID. You know what I'm saying? I was yeah, I'm gonna go celebrate. <laughs> man, I was, I, was, I was in Cabo by myself. People was like, "No, I can't believe you went out there." By and I met so met the DJ. I'm up there in the DJ booth having yeah. fun. No, it's just that's just that's the gift that I have. And so it was like me being somebody else, like, it wouldn't even work, man. I yeah. wouldn't even feel comfortable doing it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's real, man. I like that, man. Because again, it sounds so, again, you're, 
It's different when you know about yourself, aware, when you're fully aware of your yeah. capabilities. Because I, I walked into I walk into that type of environment too. When I was first got my job at Channel Twenty Six, man, I'm meeting celebrities, I'm meeting politicians, and it's like you can't just sit there and be like, oh, so what are you doing here today? You know, who was it? Uh, Mitt Romney came. Oh. And he, we were all interviewing him. He was like over our Fig Garden Loop area. I was like, excuse me, Mitt. I just called him Mitt. I didn't call him Senator. He just like got his attention. I was like, so what are you doing here today, sir? And just shut everybody down. It's like got his attention. Right. You know? you know, Frankie J. I talked to Frankie J. Old school guy back in the day. You know, I was like, what are you guys doing today, man? Tell me, tell me your story. Tell me, you know, just, and it's, it's like, if you can't, if you don't walk into that, man, I don't know. It's weird to hear this because I, I seriously, I'm like, you're like the bro version of me, bro. <laughs> you know, it's like if you're bro, if I'm black, bro, this is my man. And we we brothers right now, man. Yes, man. As I feel as like I'm like legit. I'm looking in the mirror right now, that's man. Dope, and you know, because that's what's inspiring. Because I, I checked out your website, I checked out your Instagram, I checked out your message. It's like this dude is right up the alley where I'm at, man. This is how. To hear your story too. I mean, at least both y'all, man. It's just that's inspiring. Yeah. You know, I love that about you guys, man. This this pod is gonna be one of my. I mean, it's season four, boy. Yeah. We're, we starting hot right we now. Hot, hot. Yeah, yeah, for real, that's big, man. <laughs> yeah, and you guys, what I think, what what I love about it, man, is just your message is real. That's it. Yeah. We live in a fake world. People Facts. cannot keep their word. You know. One thing I love about you guys legit showed up at like eleven fifty nine. I'm I'm that guy where someone says, "Hey, I'm gonna be there at noon." I expect you to be at, was because it's yeah. what you said. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I am a what I if I said it, I got to I'm following through because I am a man of my word. Right. You know, and I saw you guys eleven fifty nine. Yo, we're here. I'm like, yo, we, they're here. Let's go. Yeah, you know, man. I, I was, love that because the time our time is very respect. It needs yeah. to be respected, bro. Mm-hmm. We don't have a we don't have a lot of it. And for my brother-in-law, man, I just want to just uh, give him his flowers. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Because like, uh, he's a... Uh, it was funny. You don't know this, but like, I think it was seven. Like, you and my sister been together when she was 14? Yeah, man. Yeah. So, so yeah. they've been together since yeah. like 14. Me and my sister, seven years apart. I was seven. And I remember uh, being around the neighborhood and I used to call you my brother. And they thought Cassandra was the girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? They, they never knew that. Yeah. I was like, yeah, that's my brother down there. And then they was like, ain't that your sister? I'm like, yeah. But you know, it didn't really make sense. Like, y'all dating? Yeah, y'all yeah. keeping it in a family family. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But always you tell this dude, like, he was the my best man at my wedding. You know what I'm saying? Like, people don't know, like, all right, we got a real, like, relationship. Like, we, we, we work together. Uh, and we can sit on the phone for two hours mm-hmm. and just talk about I can tell everything, bro. Like you know what I'm saying. Like so, when I had this, when you say you can bring somebody, I was I called him right away. I'm like, hey, you coming on this podcast, bro? Like Let's you know, what I'm saying? glad. Like, I'm glad. Yeah, because I know this is one of his. I'm a brother where I know this is one of your his his fears. So I'm about to get you in front of your fear. I mean, look at what he's staring at. Let me just say, <laughs> yeah, you know as you're uh, doing this. Um, Look at this with my man staring at. He's like, <laughs> yeah. cameras all over You're here. All over there, right? Go to, go to camera one, Laura. Look at that. My man's up there. Go to six. Go to six. Look at him. He's like, <laughs> he's facing like, that fear. You know, facing it, right? So I'm like, man, you got, you got your stuff going on. So I want you to be able to come on here and promote your stuff, man. Yeah. Yes, he's, he's in the, he's in the guns, but it's, it's more than that, right? You know what I'm saying? He, he's, uh, 
it's not like he's out here just legal, you know, illegal doing it. Like he's really got his papers. He's really teaching people how to put stuff together. And, and this I is like his brand, you know what I'm saying? So it's not just he's out there just shooting targets. No, yeah. it's something he really passionate about. So I wanted him to come on here and show. I'm glad you did that. I'm glad you. Now, what's the name of your channel? Oh, go ahead. What were you going to say? Oh, no, I was going to say, man, you know, with him, like, it's just he's he's always going to bring out the best version of, of the person that he's around, right? And so I, I got to give him his flowers, That's you right. know, for that, you know. And then you talked about accountability, who, who keeps us Yeah, I, was like, yeah you know, I need oh, to hear I that I just want to say real quick, like, um, where, where that camera at? Oh, there's right there. <laughs> oh, hey, look at he already calling out that camera. Let's go. I just, just want to look into the camera, and and the person that keeps me accountable is my wife, right? Mm. And I, I just want to say I love you, mm. and, but you get on my nerves, right? <laughs> she's supposed to. She is on it, and she's 100% real and authentic with mm. any so. advice that she's going to, you know, but she's so supportive, so supportive. That's and I just want to say that, you know, she instills in me that I have to be accountable for self. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? If, if, if anything, any of this is going to work, you know. So I just wanted to say that, give her her flowers and, yeah. and her shout out too. You know what I'm saying? That's but, what's up. I like yeah. that, man. Because again. Hold on, hold on, hold no. on. Where that camera at? <laughs> hey, he trying to do it. I'll do me. <laughs> he just trying to outdo me. Hey, I want to tell my wife. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you really get Thank you for supporting me, keeping me, you know, at a level. You know what I'm saying? She's seen all the the the, the ventures that I wanted to go into. You know what I'm saying? And she she supported every single one of them, but she always tell me like you are you're supposed to be doing what you're doing now. So I want to salute you. You know what I'm saying? I love you and thank you for doing what you're doing. My, my man. My man's got put on blast. He's like, oh, man, I put my daughter. I get my daughter that love, but not the wifey, you know? That's accountability right there, bro. You know, don't reminded you. You know, dude, I feel the same way because I look at what I do here, and I look at um, it's it's hard because it gets – because I'm at this point, man, It's like, and this is no ego trip on me, man, because a lot of people know me. Hey, you're the podcast guy. You know, and before it would go to my head, when I was working in news, everyone was like, hey, I saw you on TV. Wifey knows. Every time we go somewhere, they, people know me, you know, and so it got, it got to my head, you know. And so now, you know, my accountability is my wife, too, you know, really is, you know, and she doesn't get the credit a lot of times on the show, but she just... I can't do this without her. You know, we can't do this stuff without Thanks. the wise man. Because yeah. I feel like that would be a good segue too. Because I do want to promote your uh, your YouTube page and talk more about that too, man. But um, it's like before I was just it's about me and my wife is she's she's really behind it. She's been a stay home mom since we've been married. You know, we went very old school, man. It's and so God. it is, you know. And so for her to be where she's at today, man, to see her ex excel in the business too, the family business, man, it's you know, I had to learn it's not about me. And a lot of men don't do that. A lot of, right. a lot of marriages don't survive because of these selfish men, you know, that that just, it's about them. You know, and I'm guilty of that. So, again, I can't yeah. point a finger with that, but, like, this is me first. You right. know? So, I love that how, you know, he's like, well, <laughs> while we're at it, <laughs> my man, where's that camera? Where's that camera? Where's that camera? <laughs> I want to give my wife the love because, you know, that, that's hilarious, man. And I think, because one thing I hear between your guys is your dynamic, your relationship is, you kept saying, and you guys, you just, 
We were talking like this the other day. We were talking about yeah. this the other day. Yeah. yeah, I love that because yeah. this is this is who you guys are. Right, it'd be easy because again, this is our first time ever meeting right, in life. Right. Yeah, and look, I feel like man, well, you know, I, I, they I know, know each other for yeah. a minute, man. Legit, this is like my brother. Legit, <laughs> yeah. like yeah. seriously, man. And I love, I, I seriously, man. I'm this type of person, you know, because I've, I really shrunk down my circle like big time, man. Yeah. It's like it was important for me to do that because. So much wasted energy, time, relationships, man, bad experiences, man. And I had to shrink, you know, and it's right. like, I'm at a point in my life where I have some, some men in my life, you know, to keep me accountable, to tell me what I don't want to hear. You know, let me know where I'm being sensitive or I'm being selfish or I'm not on the right mindset, you know, and I, and I like how you guys have that because one thing I look for, like I look into more is if, if the, if the individuals like just, all flash, look at me, you know, this is what I do. And then after that, there's no relationship. Mm, no. One person I can't, you guys know that one American Idol singer, Ruben Stutter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came to Fresno one time and uh, I think he was like at a church here. They're going to sing and perform. So we got like an exclusive, you know, behind the scenes on his tour bus to go interview him. In my mind, I saw Ruben Stutter, quiet, humble, guy on tv you know just you know i was like man this dude's awesome beautiful person can sing no sooner we got on that bus we were met with all these managers all these people saying you can't ask him this you can't ask him that you can't him that. it's just all these rules right and we're like okay we're just gonna ask him about him singing at this church that's it that's yeah, the, why right. are you here yeah so we get there to him and he had this attitude about him. He didn't want to be there. He was just sitting there. Disgust he had this disgusted uh, look. Uh, uh. You know, and my mind was like, you know that saying, don't meet your heroes. He's not my hero, yeah, but like, yeah, don't yeah, meet yeah, these right. guys, you know. And, you know, so I learned, I learned then don't expect these guys to be like who they are on TV. And I think that's who I've learned to be is not, don't just be this same guy on person. Yeah, you know, be this right. same guy in this circle. Because right, right. the relationship, again, the vibe and the dynamic I'm getting between you two is like, it's this type of conversation yeah. all the time. All it's the my time. brother, man. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all my brother now. Yeah, man. right, man. You know, it's like legit. I, 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 I keep, I'll keep saying this, man. That, that's a black version of me right there, my boy. Seriously, that's who I would have been, man. God was like, Jose, your name is not Jose. Your name is, uh, I don't know. But that's you. You know, and I just love that, man. Because yeah. I can, I'm like you, I can connect in any room. I can go, you know, find the person that don't feel connected. Yeah. I can, I look for them first, yeah. you know, man, and, man. and I want, I, I've always had this feeling, man. Well, my mom died, you know, she was in Vegas. Her, uh, her boyfriend at that time beat her like a man and just had these contusions. The, um, the doctor or the doc or the, um, the chaplain told us, because we lived here in Fresno, she was in Vegas, so we got that call 3, 4 in the morning, told us what happened, um, and that feeling of being alone, mm. you know, and, and I was like, my mom was alone, On she she had enough strength to get up off, you know, the bus station, at a Greyhound bus station, she got on a Greyhound bus, took off, she died by herself on a Greyhound bus, oh, going home, you know, and that feeling is like... She, I know her lifestyle. Yeah. I knew that was going to happen. You know, that was expected. But that feeling when no one's there uh, uh, and you're alone. And it's like, I hate that feeling. Yeah. Because I've been there before. You know, to, for guys like us that are aware of stuff like that, man, that's who I look for. You know, I look for those students. When I was youth pastoring, you know, I'm getting back into that vein. And, you know, my life has 
you know, take a big, took a, uh, just a big shift, you know, especially doing this type of shows, you know, and, um, and I feel like that's why I'm glad we, you're here. Cause our conversation, man, just look, we're, we're just chilling, man. Yeah, I don't think you know this is all other pert. Yeah. <laughs> I think we'd be doing this yeah, man, all and, the time, man. Yeah, and then we'd be talking about, hey, we were just talking about the other day. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. just like how you guys do. <laughs> so, I think that's cool, man. I yeah. love that. But look, tell me about your gun page, man. And uh, you know, how long were you in the military? Were you done anything? Or no, you just, that's not just really. Like a, a hobby? Yeah, it's just a hobby. Um, you know, I just started the the YouTube page. Uh, What's it it's called? Only, only been about two months. It's called DNA Shots Fires. It's something that me and my son did together. Okay, Laura, go to um, one and uh, type it up there. Let me see. I want to look it up. Yeah. Go ahead, keep talking about it. Yeah, so, um, yeah, it was uh, it was kind of my, really my son's idea. You know, his name's D'Angelo. Okay. I'm Angelo, and then we share the same DNA, so DNA. D it's kind of a play on DNA? the... DNA? Uh, yeah, DNA. Um, it's kind of a play on our names, right? DNA what? Then, uh, shots fired. Shots fired. Yeah. And so it's you know it's pretty it's fairly new. Um, like I said, I don't have a lot of content yet because it's only it's only been about two months since yeah, I got it up. But <clears throat> yeah, it's something. It? That, yeah, that's it. On the sub team. Yeah. Go ahead, talk about like what do you what what are you main focus yeah, so, on the videos? So the main main thing is just you know just being a, a gun enthusiast in uh, uh -huh. the state of California, right? Mm, and, you know, especially in Cali, go to California. Shot, I mean, it's especially you know, three shot with all the rules and regulations, you know, um, and just I, I'm trying to show that you can still have fun, mm -hmm. you know, being living in California shooting guns, you know. Yeah, I mean, let me ask you this then, man. Where are you? Are you you're pro Second Amendment all that type Absolutely, stuff? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I'm down to get into that, you know, where you're at with all that, because I know they're trying to take it, you yeah. know, everyone's like, oh, the, you know, the, the gun violence, this and that, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, bring some, bring awareness to that. What yeah, are your personal so, thoughts on when they see gun violence and they need to take guns yeah. and all that? You know, is it the gun's fault? It's not the gun's fault. Like, so, you know, these politicians and lawmakers, they treat it as though these guns are autonomous. Like, mm -hmm. they just get up, <clears throat> walk over to somebody and, and shoot, shoot somebody on their own, right? But it's the person behind mm. the gun, you know, and so I just think that there's not enough focus on mental health and um, things of that nature, really. Yeah. Um, and that's just, you know, it's definitely not the guns. It's, yeah. it's the person behind the Come gun. On. So I mean, I like hearing that, man, because, again, I'm, you know, pro two-way, man. Um, you know, I want to get, like, my CCW. I was going to go buy another you know, Sportsman Warehouse, man. Um there is a big process on getting yes, guns, man, the background absolutely. check. So it's not yeah. as dramatic as these guys are saying. It's yeah. easy just to go buy a gun. Right, no, no. You know, don't, don't get me started on this, man, <laughs> yeah, boy, because I'm, mean, I'm that guy, too, yeah. you know. And so, you know, what kind of, what got you into it? Is it just something like, you know, hey, this is like my, what got you into it? Yeah, I don't, you know, I, I, I think about that all the time. Like, how, where, <laughs> where did this come from? You know, because like when I first got my, when I got my first gun was like before we moved to California. And mm -hmm. I just got it for home defense. And um, in Iowa, you know, the gun laws are extremely different. You know, it's like this, the antithesis of what they're doing here in California. Right. So um, you literally could go into a, uh, you know, just you pass your uh, your test and everything. And then you can go into a gun shop, pick your gun out and leave the same day with that gun. Mm. Right. Dang. And so, you know, so in the beginning, I just got it for the home defense. And then I don't know, it was like a, it was like a couple, maybe I want to say, because I, I got in a car accident, man, and um, after that car accident, it was just like something, I don't know what it was, but something in me was just like, um, 
became enthusiastic about like, let's go let's go buy some guns yeah let's, let's <laughs> and I, the, the thing i love most about the the whole gun thing is just like building them mm. you know like taking them apart and putting new parts on oh, and stuff dang. like that like, i just built the ar-15 um, a couple months, you know, yeah, a couple months ago, and um, that was that was the funnest project, man, because I had never done anything like that before. Yeah, and so it was just, I think, just doing something with my hands, giving myself something to do, yeah. because I've always been somebody that wanted to work with these, you know, and so I think that's I mean, that's probably for the most part that's that's cool because I'm you know they're just changing yeah. battery, dude. Yeah. But one thing I love about the um, that man is like because again a lot of people are just afraid of it. You know, yeah, there, there, right, a, there right. is. Yeah, you know, um, a really I, what's the word I'm looking for, man? There's just a, oh, a bad stigma on it. You know? mm -hmm. Oh like, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, there, and it's like I don't I'm I'm not with that. You know, I'm, yeah. I don't like these these uh, politicians that are just hypocritical. It's like right. they want to ban guns, but they got all their bodyguards around. Yeah, them that exactly, have guns. exactly. Like, yep. You know, again, that's one of these things where it's like you know. Be who you say you are. Right. Be who you exactly. are trying to portray. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I'm aware of the double standard. You know, I don't want to mm -hmm. be that guy. You know, so man, yeah, I'm. I we're at that point. You know, I want to get a CCW. My wife don't get a CCW because she has a Springfield XD. Yeah. Do it now. Yeah, you're gonna do it because they they're coming out with new legislation where they're trying to make it so it's even harder. Really? They want to talk to your neighbors and all kind of stuff to see if you're somebody that uh -oh. can have a gun. It's it's. It's, get, it's gonna get ridiculous. And all that. California. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, know, so, you know, yeah. never mind. I'll go there too, bro. <laughs> you know, that's cool. I like that, man, because again, it's one of these things where, again, create, you can, if you find your niche, you can create, mm -hmm. you know, nothing. Today's society, man, you can go make and do anything. You can make your own wealth. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you absolutely. Know? You know, it's like, yeah. I, I don't know, man. It's it, There's no excuse. YouTube has everything. Look at yeah. what you're doing with your YouTube. Yeah. You know, I'm definitely going to be looking into that. Oh, I appreciate you know, that. definitely yeah, would want to. If anything, I, here's an idea. If you go to, if you know anybody at a shooting range, mm -hmm. you know, we'll go talk to them. I'll go, we'll go interview them, do on a pod, and do a live interview, shooting, and oh, training, yeah, and all that, yeah, bro. I bring cool. this whole, yeah. this dope, this setup's uh, portable. Oh, that's oh, dope. Yeah, all oh. these cameras I can take on location. Wow. Oh, okay. Yeah, bro. Man, and we can record cool. a live pod and get this same exact look. And that'd be wow. dope. I think we can yeah. plan something. Oh, that'd be cool. I appreciate you know, that. Just really yeah. bring awareness to people who are, you know, afraid of guns or yeah, feel like right. they should. And, you yeah. know, and really tell the story that yeah. these uh, these media outlets aren't, yeah. you know, pushing right. one side, you know. Mm -hmm. so I'm that guy. But let's kind of like flip it, man. <clears throat> it's kind of like, who, you, where are you guys at with Andrew Tate? Are Andrew you guys Tate. fans of him? Are you guys know who about, about him? Who's it? That's that, a, that sounds uh, familiar, but I can't. That, uh, uh, like, like your, the Bugatti guy, you know, the guy telling me about You guys don't know who Andrew Tate is? The one that was locked up? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. know. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he's just... Uh, I don't know. He was locked. They locked. I, I think everything he's doing is for attention. Attention, man. I think it's a character. I think it's a character too. Yeah. Because he got out. He got out of jail. He was walking around. Yeah. He was walking around with his shirt off. Uh, you just look oh, him up. You know who know he is, bro. Like, man, that's crazy, man. The world. Are you ever on social media too? All the time. Not, not really. I done, man. I, uh, YouTube is yeah. Probably, and then TikTok. I don't even have a uh, Instagram. What? 
Okay. No Instagram, no Facebook. Uh, what's the other one? Uh, Twitter. Twitter. I don't yeah. have none of that. Yeah, but MySpace. I, I'm, I'm, I plan on getting. He said MySpace. <laughs> I did. I did. MySpace is a hit. Hey, boy, yeah, MySpace is still on. I have a this MySpace is, account. Okay. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I haven't man. promoted it. Yet. I don't have beats. You know. I guess, I guess that's for music now. Too. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't know. I just, I just, you know, throw that curveball. You know, you know, what do you guys yeah. like doing? What, what are your favorite like hobbies? I mean. What do you like collecting? What do you guys just get to know you guys, man? What What are your things? Man, I'll be on the PS Five heavy. So okay. So any kids, I'll be telling them, hey, Madden, Two K, whatever you want to do, I'll put it on you. Call of Duty. Call, we on Call of Duty. Say Call of Duty. Hey, before before we go, before hey before we go, I want you to do one v one with my daughter. Okay. Call of Duty. Okay. She don't want this one, bro. Hey, this, dude, this dude is comedy on, on Call of Duty. So you have a Twitch and all that too? No, nah, I don't, uh, man. No, why don't he, you? I think you would blow up man, on that, man. Dude, I be getting too mad on yeah. there, man. You just like, I'm going to lose my salvation. All that motivation will go out the window. Yeah. <laughs> See, I'm trying to put it out there. Right. 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 You kill yourself, kid. You kill me like that, boy. You know, I'm living my best life. Stay inspired. Man, for real. <laughs> well, yeah, but we got so I'll be on the game, man. Just uh, back into the gym, heavy. Just uh, where you work out at uh, at Fitness Revolution. Where's that? Right on First and Herndon. Okay. Oh, you know, yeah, I know where that's at. Yeah, yeah. So over there, and then uh, so getting back into that, and man, I just like spending time with the family, man. Just mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of family things. We don't know too many people out here. You know what I'm saying? Because we literally, we all moved out here at the same time. Oh, so, okay. what, when, what made you choose Fresno? Right? Because <laughs> of them? Yeah. Because of them? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. That sounded yeah. guilty. Literally. He sounded guilty. He was like, my, yeah. <laughs> my sister was like, hey, we moving to California, moving to Fresno. I want you to go check it. So my, my sister, his wife, we're close. Like, she became my mother. Huh. Through everything we went through, so we're super close. Like mm-hmm. you can't tell, you can't talk about me in front of her for nothing, right? She'll go got your off. Back. She got my back, bro. That's <laughs> so, dope. Yeah. that's a good person to have yeah. right there. So with her, she was like, "We're moving to Cali. I want you to go check it out." So my wife and I, we came out here in November, and I was like, "What?" You know, November it's cold in Iowa. Mm-hmm. I'm like, "They ain't feel like this." Oh, we yeah. here. Yeah, now. What? <laughs> that, that lasted like two came, weeks. <laughs> that summer came and it was 110 every single day. Yep. I said, nobody said nothing about this. Yeah. Part. You know what I'm Why am I surprised? Right, they didn't bring this up, man. So that's how we moved to Fresno. Mm-hmm. And uh, and like for people, man, they always ask me, what you like about California? And this is the opportunities out here, bro. Yeah. Like, I don't think people realize how much opportunities they have in this area mm. right and just mm-hmm. in california in general man you got people that's coming here all around the world just to go to yosemite yeah you know what i'm saying like if people expand their where they, their environment just mm-hmm. expand their mind a little bit and see everything you got here i know it's high mm-hmm. i know it's expensive i know it got all these laws but you can become something out here. Yeah. And then move. You know what I'm saying? Well, that's, I, I like what you said because you, see, you think about like you're making so much or, you know, somebody that really hits it, man. And it's like, it's like a video game. You don't know how OP you are until you leave with the experience. Yeah. Right? Yep. You're yep. like, man, I actually get to keep this money. Right. You know, like, yeah. I, I can't, I'm not just getting. Boy, we found out, we did our taxes. We found out how much we really had to pay. I'm like, 
Yeah, man. I'm like, man. I, you know, it's was extortion, it, man. Yeah, Vegas. I guarantee, you know, was it Vegas, Miami? They have no tax or Texas too or something like that. Yeah, just, well, I, yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, Texas. just imagine if we lived there with that kind of money, man. We'd be popping, man. Yeah. Oh, man, it's like, just imagine when you leave with, like you said, leave. It's yeah, like, yeah. man, you're overpowered. Right, right. You know, it's like you got your, you got your point here. You yep. know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, so many opportunities here where you can. Make it to where you want to get to, then then move around. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? But like for me, I told them I ain't. I'm taking over Fresno. Let's I'm go. taking over Clovis. It's 32, 32 schools districts mm-hmm. in this Fresno County itself. Mm-hmm. Thirty two school districts. Man, mm-hmm. I got a mentor, Kevin Bracey. He's out there in Sacramento. He make over a million dollars a year. Yeah. Stand on the ninety nine. Just just speaking, motivational speaking. But I'm trying to get in that. Hey, I I got you. Like I, Let's plan something, bro. I, I definitely, definitely, man. I'm serious, he, man. We definitely can put oh, something out there. Put something out there. We already locked in. We're going to be mm-hmm. locked in, locked in. I'll get your number after this. We're going to connect it. We out here, man. For we real. out here, boy. <laughs> so, I love that. He got, And then I got, you know, Les Brown? No, I need to know. Okay, Les Brown, he's a he's probably the Michael Jordan motivational speaking. Okay. Right? Uh, you look him up, he's all over. Kevin Bracey was as... Uh, Les Brown is Kevin Bracey's, my mentor, was his mentor. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came down here was speaking, and we went out to eat, and he called Les Brown on the phone and put me on the phone with him. This, when you find your purpose, things start happening around you uh-huh. where it's like, okay, you on the right track. So I, got a, I had a 15-minute phone call with one of the biggest motivational speakers in the world where it's $150,000 for him to come speak for an hour, mm. and I got to talk to him 15 minutes. This man took my life story and turned it into a speech, bro. Like he was like, "Tell me who make you who?" Because my my slogan is "Stay inspired." He said, "Who inspired you?" I said, "My grandfather." What's his name? Tell me stuff. Tell me stuff about him. He turned around and gave me a story like that was his grandfather. Wow. I said, "This dude's." I said, "You ain't no joke, man." That's a gift. He was a gift. That's you know what I'm saying? Gift. He was doing his little laugh and everything, but he's a very big, well-known motivational speaker, and that just letting me know. Bro, you in the right path. Like these doors don't open for people mm-hmm. that's just doing something. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Or aren't. It yeah, just, it's just not like it's fair here. You just right. Like, oh, I guess I'm doing it. <laughs> right, man. So, so you're working to it. Yeah, you know, you're working to that, man. Again, I think I've learned. One thing was about me, I, man. I'm not, I'm not a master at anything, man. But I am a jack of all trades. That's, you know, I can yeah. do a lot of stuff. You know, but I remember one time when I was in ministry, man. They, you know, they wanted a drummer. I never owned, I couldn't afford drums. I just, man, the best way I learned how to play drums, man, is air drums. Just <laughs> sitting there, listening to music. Just. But when you get on it, it's like, it's different now, yeah, you know? Yeah. But I taught myself how to play drums. I taught myself how to play guitar. I taught myself how to do all this stuff. When I, I had a vision for this business, I had no idea how to use cameras, but I started showing myself. I was looking it up. I was, but so by the time I was like, I knew what cameras, I knew what I wanted to do. I was looking that up, studying it, looking at it, man. Not owning one thing, single thing. When I could afford it, when I first bought my camera, I already knew how to use it. I already knew how to do it. You know, I was like, because again, no, ain't nobody gonna do it for me. Yeah, yeah. You know, so when this all came, everyone's like, "Yo, this thing's dope." You know, it's like. Y'all don't know what I had to go through. Right, right. right <laughs> Everyone right. sees this. Yeah. But y'all don't know, man. Yeah. It's like the result. Yeah. You don't see the process. Right. What, what I was listening to this uh, quote of the day, he said, 
a lot of people come up to me and tell me they want to do what I do, but they don't want to do what I did to get to what I do. That's so true. Right, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The processes. And that's where we talk about right now as the the generation now, social media make everything possible. Yeah. They make you think that you can do it, get rich right now. They don't talk about the whole process of getting what you... Crawling yeah. before you're able to walk, man. And so, blink and be there. Yeah, yeah. blink and be there. So that's what we're facing when it comes to speaking to this generation, bro. That's not real life. Ninety nine percent of everything you see on there is fake, bro. That yeah. you're seeing highlight reels of everybody' life. Yeah, I can be in front of a Lamborghini and be like, oh. Look, I got the keys to my Nissan, yeah. but you think I got this Lamborghini, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. And people be like, oh man, congratulations, you got uh-huh. haters, you got people think you're, no, it's a show. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? We all, we're, we're actors, right? Yep. And uh, uh, that's the funny thing because we're actors in so many different ways, right? Mm, you be like, right. you at home, you being an actor, you in front of somebody else, you being an actor. So you, yeah. you're playing these different parts and these roles where... These kids got to understand that's not real. Yeah. The females you see on there taking pictures, that's not real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're, they can take that picture and be crying in a, uh, right as soon as they get done with it. Yep. If they don't get enough likes, they erase it and come back yep. again. That's so real. At, at the end of the day, it's like, man, like you, well, like we said, it's self, yep. self-awareness. Get that self-love. Once mm. you get all that, them likes, it ain't going to mean nothing yeah. to you, bro. Yeah, and I, that's real because, again, I mean, that I, I think that's another topic, man. It's like, again... When these, 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 uh, like I heard, uh, was it, uh, Charlemagne said that, you know, money is the root of all evil, right? Now he says it's attention. Attention is the root of all. People are living and dying for that attention. Man, attention. They don't get it. You know, it's, it, they, they either self-infliction or the, they, it's just, it's just weird how people want attention now. Man. Know, this generation is just starving for it. And I think with this, with this type of show, you know, I got worried about it. But then when I get on guys like you, guests awesome, like just awesome people like you guys, man, that's what I want to promote. You know, that's who I want to show off, right. man, because again, people need to know about you. Yeah. You know, I've told restaurant owners, people need to eat your food. Right, right. You know, I told business owners, people need to buy your stuff. You know, I told artists and, you know, hip hop artists, people need to listen to your music, you know, and that's where I feel like when you, when, when you, when you don't make it about yourself, yeah, that's it, man. I, I I've learned not just to make it about me and try to get mine. And, and that's one of that's one of the things too, where our purpose is to serve people. Come right? on. So like when people, I'm searching for my purpose, right? Mm-hmm. Your purpose is to serve people, but you got to find your talent that's going to help you serve uh-huh. people even more and into yeah. a, a broader a broader range, man. So we're all servants, man. We're all supposed to learn. And give it to somebody else. And it should it is like a domino effect. Yep. Right? So like all the information people got, if you just you know what I'm saying, give it. You can't keep it with you. You can't you can't keep it with you. Yeah, you know I mean? like that because again, when I I look at, you know, hard times that I face or things that I may or may not be in now, you know, I, I my mindset now is like I'm not going through this for me. Yeah. I'm going through this, man, to hopefully one day I might help somebody too. Yeah. You know, and I think that's why that's why this podcast. And that seventh grade kid. Yep. Whatever yep. you did with him, yep. you have to go through that experience to give him mm-hmm. that experience. Like, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you already doing it. Yeah, his life flipped. And so again, 
I think when you're not selfish enough, even your own, even even in your own pain, man, don't make it about you, right, bro. Right. You know, like you get these girls that break up in a relationship, and they's like, "I'm trying to find the best version of me." Like I know you yeah, are, yeah. You know, but you're hurting yourself. Yeah. You know, so it's like quit trying to grab that attention, right? You know, so learn learn to. I think I've learned to make a situation. You know, how do I grow from? But how can I help people now? Yeah. Not make it about everyone else. You know, yeah. but man, I love this conversation. I love we can go on for hours you know i do this thing at the end of the pod man where you know last words last thoughts somebody listening and watching take as long as you guys want you know we'll go you then you then i'll end it out and you know someone listening and watching man you know what what's your message to them so my message for anybody that that's just going through just life in general uh don't know how to get out uh depression just know if you wasn't meant to be here right now, you wouldn't be here. Mm. You know what I'm saying? If if if, if it's your good time to go, God would have called you up right now. So that every day you wake up, you have an opportunity to make a choice. The choice to be the same or the choice to make something, make yeah. a difference. You know what I'm saying? In yourself. But my biggest thing is for is self-love. Uh, you won't be able to really love yourself. I mean, love other people if you don't have that self-love. How can you love your kid? If you don't love yourself, That's right. right? You don't really know the importance of the love, the self-love, and the, the character. Get to know yourself. Get to know yourself. That's the biggest thing I can give you. And and my, well, I would like to leave people with this: program yourself before you get programmed. Mm. And in the morning time, sit there, meditate, man. Do journaling. You know, saying do affirmations. I am this. I am this. I'm. I'm a. I love, I love myself. You know, I am, I am a star. I am a king, like my queen. Like, tell yourself, have affirmations before you touch that phone. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Before you even touch that phone in the morning, look at emails, look at social media. Make sure you take care of yourself first. That's take care of yourself first. It's real, it's real big, and and ask for help. Mm -hmm. Like we can't, we can't go in this world with by ourselves, man. Mm -hmm. It's eight billion people in the world. Right. If you're suffering, ask for help. There's people out here. There's people that's suffering with you. If we work together, you know what I'm saying? It become a son. You feel me? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's that's all. I'm with Coach Cordell, man. Coach Cordell, stay inspired. That's right. We out here. <laughs> we out here. Yeah, real quick too, tell everybody where they can find you on social media. Hey, man. social media, you can find me. On, you go to CoachCordell.com. You can go. This this is where I like right here. Right. I'm I'm the humble going out the window. You Google Coach Cordell, I'm the first person on Google. Let's go. Right? Ain't nobody. I was on the third page, but now I'm on that first page. You know what I'm saying? So you Google Coach Cordell, or you can go to, you go to Instagram. I'm with it. I'm with it. <laughs> Coach Cordell underscore 27. Uh, YouTube, Coach Cordell. You can go on uh, Facebook. You go Coach Cordell. Yeah. So we got we got clothes. We got our clothing line. We got a Let's Go Bro podcast season two coming out. Man, we didn't even get into that. We didn't even get into that. That's that's. Hey, y'all stay tuned for part two on this. Stay tuned for part this. two on this. Yeah, so y'all get me on your pod. Oh, definitely you yes. coming on there. Oh, yeah. Definitely you coming on there, man. So we got. Uh, you can find me on our our YouTube on a cartoon. We got a cartoon on our YouTube channel, Coach Cordell. Also, we got. Our, I just dropped my book called Magical Mirror. Uh, you can find that on Amazon and Barnes and Nobles. Just type Coach Cordell in there, the book can pop up. And the video game is on uh, Google App Store. It's on uh, Apple Store. You know, go and get 99 cents. You know, see if you can pass the level. 
I give you free merch, maybe fifty dollars. You know, you know, it's whatever. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I'm out here supporting the support. Whoever need to get supported, man, I'm here. Just reach out to us, and we 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 do it, man. That's right. I like that, man. What's your last words, last thoughts? And this man, something else, man. You know, like, ever since that phone call with uh, Les, uh, what is it, Les Brown? <laughs> nah, but the little but, um, fire. In there, boy. <laughs> nah, man. But uh, just really, man. For me, it's it's just when it comes to yourself and and being the best version of yourself that you can possibly be, is just show up for self. Mm-hmm. Be there, you know. Um, and he, he brought up something. He talked about the fingerprint earlier, right? And if you guys just take the time to just look at your fingerprint and just see all the twists and turns and, you know, the little avenues on your finger, that's kind of, in it's, it's, you know, tantamount to your path in life, right? Your path is different from anyone else's. You can, you can think you're on the same path as someone else. I mean, like you could be walking through a jungle, right? And you're on, and, and somebody's ahead of you in that jungle, but that person that's ahead of you passed the lion that's about to jump out on you, mm-hmm. right? That makes your experience different from that person's experience that's on that, what you think is on that same path. Well, I preach, boy. Right on, man. So, 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 with that being said, family, I'm just, you know, just really understand that you are different. You know, you're different and you have your own path to be on. So, you know, set out to to conquer whatever it is that you you want to do in life, you know, yeah, and be there for yourself. And that's all. I, that's, that's it, man. I like that, man. Tyrone ain't finding you. I know. Well, yeah, well, Instagram, TBD. Look at TBD. I do have a TikTok page, A Tahadari. Um, and then... Um, and then my YouTube DNA shots fired, so okay. you can you can find me there. That's what's up, man. Yeah, and, man. Uh, I, I do want to say I'm sorry. I didn't no, cut you off, but I just wanted to thank you, Thanks. you know, so much for having us on this, you know, this this podcast. It's, it's amazing, amazing, and and there's so much power in that right there, it's family. Still here, man. still here. There's so much power for it in that. So thank you, man. I appreciate it. I appreciate you guys' time and on us. It's hot Saturday, you know, it's starting to heat up here in the valley, man. Uh, but I want to say thank you guys for um, your guys' message. You know, I think that's heavily needed, man, when um, when the world is over inundated with information and motivation. You know, it's like at some point, how motivated can you get? Mm. There's no reason not to really be motivated. And then when you encounter your guys' message, then you actually put it to action. You know, so that's what I get from you guys is the action behind it. You know, talk is talk, talk right. is talk. Everyone can be over motivated, but when you start applying it and living it out, man, that's when that's when you start seeing the real, you know, just the blessings happen. You know, it can be monetary, yes. but it can be mental, emotional, it can be everything, man. So I just want to say, man, you guys got my support, whatever you need. Appreciate you know, if you got an event, you got something coming up, man. You know, guys, I'd love to jump on both of you guys' pod, promote that, man, and really um, just put your guys' message out there. You guys got my support, you know, so I'm super excited. Y'all, thanks for tuning in. Y'all, thanks, man. Just, again, season four is at where it's at. Season four is doing its thing. So, again, click the link in the bio. I'm going to have these guys' information all in the description below, man. Yes, we're on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
you know, on Instagram, on TikTok, you know, I hardly post to Facebook, you know, it's like, I'm, I'm not trying to offend you guys, but man, Facebook is only for old people, Facts. <laughs> you know, Facts, and I, I don't use, I, I have to check, we love to. yeah, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> you know, you know, we gotta make Facebook great again, but, uh, <laughs> but you guys stay tuned, man, season four is happening, you got some awesome people on the show, man, just, we're, time, we're here to tell the story. I love you guys. We'll see you in the next one. Let's go. Peace. Yes. <laughs>